Jenny Kane is the founder of the ultimate California lifestyle brand, Jenny Kane, and the Apocryphy skincare range, Oak Essentials. Tune into our conversation for more on Jenny's clean beauty journey, her lifestyle blog, Rip and Tan, and all things wellness. Hi everyone and welcome to Founder Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs built some of the biggest brands today and where we learn exactly how they did it. We'll cover some of the most intimate stories, their path to success and how they overcame the obstacles along the way. I'm Akash Mehta, CEO and co-founder of Fable and Main, a modern hair wellness brand inspired by ancient Indian beauty secrets. Building Fable in Maine has been an incredible journey so far, and I decided to launch this podcast as a founder keen to learn and connect with fellow beauty brand founders around the world. I believe in collaboration over competition, and so I'm using this platform as a way to hopefully help and inspire each other, which can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So if you are an entrepreneur, or you're simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast is perfect for you. Now without further ado, it's a delight to welcome our guest for today, Jenny Kane. She launched her namesake lifestyle brand at the age of 19, and ever since Jenny Kane has become synonymous with modern mindful living. Today, the brand counts Jessica Albert and Jennifer Garner as fans and spans over 20 California-based stores that captures her signature Californian aesthetic. Jenny also built a loyal following through her accompanying blog, Rip and Tan, sharing more in her love for wellness and finding beauty in simplicity. In 2021, she launched her first skincare range, Oak Essentials, that captures that very same ethos and continues a passion for elevating everyday living. I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. So Jenny, thank you for being with us. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. So I asked all my guests the same question. I'm going to ask you, who in a nutshell is Jenny? <laughs> I feel like that's such a hard answer for me and it's so easy for my team. Um, I am a mom of three and a wife. I am a founder, an entrepreneur, a designer, and I feel like everything that I do kind of embodies the concept of living well, living slowly, um, kind of the epitome of California living, always looking to nature. Love. I mean, I'm so jealous as well, because I, I, I would say I have the same ethos, but then I have to replace the word Californian with London and London nature does not have the same ring to it. Uh, I mean, there is none, uh, but, uh, I, 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 but I so much this, culture has culture. You know what? Yeah, exactly. But I'm more in tune with nature than culture. I'm just one of those, you know, there's souls that are just like themselves yeah. are in, in the wild, the outdoors. Totally. But I want to talk a bit about your upbringing and your first memories of beauty, I guess, growing up. Do you have any core memories that you can share? Yeah. I mean, I think I just was always drawn to beautiful things and to nature. Growing up in California, we're surrounded by such beauty. And I also was, you know, raised by a super strong, gorgeous woman. Um, so definitely look to her in terms of when we're talking about like actual kind of vain beauty. My mom, I think, is kind of an anomaly in in Los Angeles where she's really aged gracefully and she still looks like her. And while she does look like her age and she's in her 70s, she still has this very kind of young childlike part to her face and, and to who she is. She's kind of like maintained her authenticity, which I feel is really difficult with all the pressures. So I think she set the bar really high and set a great example for for what 
beauty is and, and what it should really look like. And one thing I wanted to ask is, um, I, I, I read um, about the, I guess, inspiration in your father and entrepreneurship, because I can relate to having a dad who's um, built a company. And, you know, when you, from a young age, you see this mentor but as a father, but then also as a entrepreneurial mentor, it can be so profound. We'd love to know about sort of your upbringing with him. Yeah. So we have a super close family. Um, definitely when I was younger, he was more of like a full-time working dad and not as hands-on. Um, but then like as we got older, things shifted a little bit more. And I think he really valued his time with family. And I just always admired him, looked up to him. And it's been so incredible to have a sounding board and inspiration like right here. I mean, anything I ever have questions about or need, um, I feel like he's usually my first phone call. I have to ask because I'm the same with my dad. But then sometimes I'm like, I get frustrated because I'm like, okay, every time he'll just say yes or whatever is best for you, you know? And you're like, you got to say no. You got to tell me it's, you know, like sometimes it can be hard because yeah. they, they can't separate the, the love for a child. Right. Uh, do you sometimes find that frustration where you're like, okay, you're a great mentor, but you're also being a father right now, not a mentor. Maybe you know? my dad's a little tougher. No, I yeah. don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I maybe. feel like when it comes to, when it comes to like, you know, social, emotional things. Yes. He's always, he's always the most supportive, but he's a businessman. So I feel like he really does give me sound advice and, and it's not always coming from a paternal place. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I think, I think I feel the, the opposite because I guess I'm in the, my business, with my sister, and then she's not very businessy. So whenever he gives advice, he balances it with like, okay, Nikki also just cares about the emotions. And let me give a, a mixed answer. And I'm like, no, I just want the business. I just tell me yes or no. Tell right. me. It's a, yeah. Because also he he's funding the business as well. So I kind of also told him like he has to act as if like he's a, you know, an investor. Like you gotta yeah. do, gotta be strict. Now but now I think he's doing he's listening too much to my words and I'm like, could you go back a bit? Go back. <laughs> give, give me the budget. Um, <laughs> so it's quite totally. Um, so I mean I know you 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 kind of uh, went on to study art and design, I think, uh, for a year, and then you end up like launching your own business. Can you tell us a bit about this journey? Yeah, so I've always been a non-traditional learner. I went to Otis for um, art and design, which is kind of the West Coast version of Parsons. And while I loved it, I really craved um, kind of getting my hands dirty and working. So I went and worked for a store that no longer exists, but at the time was a very cool store on the West Side. And I worked as um, the designer and as a buyer, which afforded me this incredible experience to get to go to Europe at, you know, 18, 19 years old um, and buy all the best collections in the world from Gautier to Galliano, Miu Miu. I mean, like it was Alberta Ferretti. Um, I had access to so much and it was so inspiring. And after doing that for about a year, I think I was naive and fearless. And I asked my dad to back me for the first three seasons and I went out and started a business. Wow. And this is Jenny Kane, the brand itself? Mm -hmm. Jenny Kane, the brand. Exactly. Wait, were you 19 at this point? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is. I graduated graduated high school young because I was, I was always the youngest in my class. So I was yeah. in college at 17. Um, 17. But yeah, okay, crazy. Wow. I know. I look back now and I'm like, wow. I know. We need we need some of that young energy from us because I remember even being so like, yeah, I think naive is a good word, but it's like positive naivety, right? It's not, we're not putting down. It's more like just like, let's just go for it. And, and yeah. you know, it's the right thing to do at that time as well. But um, 
yeah, it's so glad you did because you wouldn't be, I guess every lesson you learned has been shaping you for where you are today. But in that journey of building Johnny Kane, what are some of the kind of like lessons you learned and some of the biggest milestones you achieved? I mean, I think there were so many growing pains along the way, but I'm grateful for all of them. And I think the lesson that stands out the most as I look back on the last 20 years really is to stay true to yourself. So while I think gathering information from you know, people in the industry is really valuable and important. I heard no so many times. You know, it was there were many defeating moments and it took me really kind of staying true to what the brand was and listening to my intuition to kind of do things a little bit differently to now have like, you know, going on 24 stores and now this whole lifestyle business. So staying true to who you are is is the is the thing that I would say is the most important thing if you're gonna build a brand. So so I know you also launched a blog as well, Rip and Tan. Can you tell us a bit about that as well? Yeah. So when I um, was pregnant with my first, who is Tanner, which is the Tan and Rip and Tan, I started getting really into creating a home, learning about wellness. I really cleaned up my diet and my skincare routine. I think I was terrified by learning how many chemicals are in our daily life. Um, you know, from reading about nonstick pans and Teflon being found in breast milk and and just knowing that your skin is your largest orifice. Like I just had this kind of full shift when I became a mom. And then I really got into like creating a beautiful home, cooking, and while still being a, a you know hardworking mom, um, kind of exploring that part of me. It had been probably, I don't know, almost 10 years of being in business and I wanted to kind of do something that felt really true to me and inspiring. So I started a lifestyle blog to go along to support the business, but it was really authentic to what I was inspired by at the time. And I named it after my two first children, Rip, which is Ripley and Tan, which is Tanner. And it it kind of encompassed everything about living well. So from entertaining and recipes, you know, how to set the table to other kind of like what you're doing with the, with your podcast is to other creatives out there in the world. Like I always say there's enough room for all of us and we should all be supporting um, one another. And so I would showcase different women who were, you know, artists, designers, all, all different kinds of women in their homes and how they decorated their homes and what it looked like and give you a glimpse into their world. What are they using? What products in their bathroom? So it became like a very authentic lifestyle blog that tied back to um, the business. And then as the business has grown and as uh, Rip and Tan has grown, it has definitely become more integrated into the business. And I'm probably a little less hands-on with it, but I still do you know, contribute to the content and do shoots a couple times of the year and, and, and really do love it. And, and I, I just was on it the other day and I saw um, our uh, alumni co-founder, uh, um, Emily Dinonato was on, had a, a, a blog post on your uh, Rip and Tan, which was really cool. Yeah. So uh, I need to actually read it properly. But so right now people can find uh, on JennyKane.com. Exactly. Is that Mm-hmm. yeah amazing <laughs> it's, it's great to house all it always happens sometimes when you create all these things and it, then you find the house to marry it all together um and it yeah makes, it's it's uh but did it always exist in jennykane.com or was it a separate entity no it actually was a separate thing because when i first established it it's like i hate the word blog but it's when blogs were first kind of coming out and and I felt there was a real, um, like they either felt super authentic or very much like this was a, a marketing tool for the business. And mine really was very authentic. And so I wanted it to live separately. And I was kind of very 
um, adamant about that. And then as it grew and as I realized that no matter what, it would always be authentic because yeah. it's my voice and it's what I believe in, then we integrated it into the website. Amazing. Oh, I love that. Um, so now let's, uh, I really just can't wait but to talk about Oak Essentials and how it was started. So 2021, tell us about, I mean, I'm sure it's a, a few years before that, but how it all came to be. Yeah. So when I started my brand, you know, 20 years ago, I always kind of envisioned it as a lifestyle brand. I looked to Calvin Klein and Donna Karen, Ralph Lauren, all these American designers, um, who kind of crossed all categories. So I feel like you walk into a Ralph Lauren store and you know exactly what the brand embodies from whether you're, um, you know, looking at the apothecary products to home to clothing. It's all one world. And so that's really what I was inspired to build. But not until the last couple of years, we have the bandwidth to actually open more categories other than clothing. So starting with home and, and accessories and things like that. And then once that was kind of off the ground, I really wanted to launch a skincare um, line. I'm so passionate about wellness and and especially about clean skincare, which I know that word gets thrown around a lot. But I think using beautiful ingredients that actually work and make you feel like you're glowing is what is really what I wanted to create. So um, we started Oak Essentials and and internally we kind of debated about whether we call it, you know, Jenny Kane or Jenny Kane for Oak or whatever. And and we really settled on creating uh, it, its own brand that lives within the umbrella of Jenny Kane, which is why it's called Oak Essentials. California Oaks, I'm, I think, are really, um, they're protect, protected trees in California and they're the most beautiful and they really kind of epitomize the California like vibe and landscape. And um, when you drive through California, that's that's what you see. So yeah. that was kind of the impetus. And that's also my littlest son's middle name. So it feels, oh. you know, connected in another way as well. That's, and, and yeah, it's such a universally just beautiful name that everyone can connect with and also easy to pronounce. Like it's it's a beautiful name that you landed on. I think it deserves its own, yeah, moment, which I think it's really <laughs> done that. One thing I wanted to ask, I guess, was today you have obviously a range of products, but how did it start? Did you have a launch skew or a set of skews or yeah, what was Yeah, it? so we launched with like the five products that I really believe everyone needs for their skincare routine for their face. So um, our number one product is our moisture rich balm, which is like the most delicious hydrating balm, leaves you glowing. It's so powerful but gentle that I can use it. My daughter, who's 12, uses it. I can put it on my five year olds. Like it, my mom uses it. Like it just spans every age, um, which I think is pretty awesome. And especially like in winter and drier months, I, I truly can't live without it. And that's definitely like the product that people come up to me, um, you know, out in public and they're like, oh, I can't live without that. Thank you so much for creating it. And then we have our ritual oil, which is like a really beautiful face oil, um, very calming, hydrating, doesn't make you break out, has loose handsy, which is like super um, anti-inflammatory and calming and all the things. And then we have a cleansing balm. So it's it's a very balmy. The first five yeah. products were very balmy because I really do believe in, in moisture. And I feel like for so many years, people were like didn't have enough moisture and were kind of stripping their skin. Um, I think hydration is everything when it comes to aging gracefully. So um, a beautiful cleansing balm. And then we have a balancing mist, um, which smells delicious. And then a beautiful honey um, restorative mask. So super, super simple. Those were the five SKUs. You could buy them in a routine. 
Um, there's a subscription um, kind of option, which I think just takes the thinking out of out of ordering in your skincare, which has been super successful for us. And when did Apocathries come into the mix? Because you have just the most incredible scents, candles, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know exactly. I feel like maybe a year ago we launched, yeah, a year ago we launched them for holiday and we launched candle and perfume set together. And I think if you if you go back to the five products we launched with, like besides them being like super hydrating and and powerful and just leaving your skin looking beautiful, they also smell incredible. I think essential oils used in the right way, you know, at the right kind of levels, I think are really important because for me, the feeling that I get when I'm putting something on my face is not just like about how it feels in my hands or on my skin. It's also like the sensory of smelling it and touching it, like everything. And so I don't know, when I think of what I go back to and and really what stands the test of time in my vanity, it's things that like I love putting them on as much as I love the results that I'm getting from them. So then when it came to launching Sense, it was like so, so easy and fun because um, I feel like the brand really kind of already stood for um, things smelling so incredible. And and that was a really fun thing to expand into. And, and I guess like we know this as, as founders, uh, distribution is such a tricky one because it's like you want to find a space that you can really translate the dna and and the 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 essence of the brand but today like where where are you know you currently distributed and obviously it will change as the years progress yeah so right now we're direct to consumer so we're all in jenny keen stores on oak essentials and on jennykeen.com which has been great and and it's actually been really interesting like oak has its own clients so while there is crossover and it sells well in the stores and stuff there are so many people that shop oak essentials that actually don't even shop Jenny Kane. So it really has built up its own customer base, which has been exciting to see. Um, and then we are in some spot, we're starting to open up into like some spas and things like that. So there's a new auberge that opened um, called Maddie's Tavern up in Santa Inez in California. And um, we created all the treatments with them in their spa and we're in their gift shop. And that's been really fun. Yeah. I think it's important to know your customer as you build. So you don't want to start too widely distributed. You want to like build on it and understand, um, yeah, can you speak to everyone in the way it deserves? Because your brand has got a very clear point of view and it, it, you need to make sure it translates to the right people. Because you mentioned clean. I know you have a very much a sustainable uh, agenda as well. Can you tell us a bit about sort of some of your commitments with minimal waste? And Yeah, I mean, I think... Um we probably have it all like written down that I could look at and, and um, reference because it's so hard to remember everything. But I think in general, what it really is, is it's hard to be perfect, right? Like it's hard. You're, you're not, you're building a business. Yeah. You're building a business. Like it's really hard to be perfect, but I think the footprint that we're leaving on um, this planet, especially like as a mother and, and looking, um, you know, for my children's future and stuff, like we just try to make every decision as thoughtful as possible. So like using recycled materials, using clean ingredients, um, and really kind of just trying to be thoughtful about, about the entire process. That's all, that's all. I think a lot of people, when they're thinking about creating a brand that gets quite overwhelming, but actually the only thing you've got to do is based on where you are, your abilities, you know, what your access is and your funding, 
just be thoughtful for your current stage and then build as you grow. But it's all about totally. having intention. I think it isn't really about these words and these, um, which also have very different meanings, which is why everyone gets nervous about saying the word clean, right? This greenwashing. Right. What, what does it even mean? Uh, even what is I sustainability? Know. I just went to this plastic summit and they were like, stop saying recyclable. I'm like, okay. Every word, just tell us not to use. I know, I know. That's why I say it's hard to be perfect. It's hard to do, but I like what you answered. It's a perfect answer. It's just being thoughtful on every, and what what impact do you want to have for, you know, the planet, for your loved ones? Um, That's all we can do. And by doing that, it will be in the right step. That's all, that's all it is. So totally. Yeah, it's very important. Um, So what's on the horizon for Oak Essentials? So I think what's so exciting is that we just launched Body and we started with an incredible um, body oil, which is our Dew Body Oil. And I think what's so special about it is it smells delicious. It's super hydrating, but it's kind of one of those dry oils. I keep it in my shower and I put it on right before I get out and it doesn't like leave residue on your clothes and things like that. And I find that's like, especially when I'm too lazy to kind of do anything else, at least I've done that and I feel like I'm hydrating. one of my girlfriends who's in her late 50s, who's stunningly gorgeous, um, always reminds me not to neglect your body because I feel like you think about your face all the time, but you don't think about the rest of your skin that's aging. So that was definitely um, something that I kept going back to as we um, kind of launched launched body and kind of designed into it. So body oil, um, a body balm, which is reminiscent of like to our say, it has moisture to be a body balm, right? Yeah. yeah, which I actually also keep in the shower. I feel like most people probably wouldn't, but I keep in the shower. Once the water's off, put that on, towel dry. Um, and then for days where you want something lighter, we have a beautiful um, body lotion, which actually has like a bluish um, uh, kind of tint to it to go back to the ritual oil. Um, and I, I believe that's from blue chamomile. Um, and then, or just from chamomile that can kind of turn things blue, which I thought was exciting. Um, we have a great body scrub, which is very exfoliating, but also super hydrating and moisturizing. I feel like it's a great balance and a really nice body wash, which just smells very invigorating and, and relaxing at the same time. And so I feel like you actually could keep everything in the shower and uh, once you turn the water off, use it all, which I love. Personally speaking, I'm just the biggest body fan from because I have a very sensitive face. So like for me, a lot of the face skincare stuff have not been as attracted to me, but body has always been something from a child, but also it stems from Ayurveda. Like we have words in our culture that is about lovingly putting on oil on your body. Yeah. So it's a word called sneha. So like we've just, my grandma was always body first and then, you know, face was always there. So the fact that you've, you're actually launching a whole ritual is so important, but also um, I know not easy because some people just do it step by bit by bit, but um, I think it's super exciting. So yeah, and it can, you can order it all individually, or it comes in in a routine, just like the Amazing. face, which I think is pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, oh, that's exciting. Um, well, I have I have some questions, just generic questions based on the entrepreneurial journey that I'd love to go into now. So, like one thing I wanted to ask is might not be something a lot of people can relate to, but some might of you've already had an existing company, right? Spend years, years building. And then I want to know, like launching another company in a new vertical, but still some similarities, right? It's still a business that you can have mm-hmm. crossovers. 
Were you nervous? Did you have imposter syndrome? Like, how was that process? Definitely not nervous. I have an incredible CEO who's um, CEO of both companies right now. I do think we were able to translate so much. Like, we have so much knowledge um, from what works and what doesn't at Jenny Kane, and also had like great people that we could consult with in the beauty industry that are, you know, friends and peers and super like minded. So, I feel like there was so much positive. I think as time went on, there were definitely more learnings of like, oh, we can't just like, you know, marketing is not exactly the same. Like all these kinds of things are, are not apples to apples and this is a different industry. And so, you know, like kind of dialing things back or, or switching things up, you know, is definitely something that we've had to like look at. But it's been so incredible because while it is a separate company, like a lot of the team crosses over. And so I think it's, pretty awesome. <laughs> that that leads me to a question because we're thinking of, you know, launching uh, uh, potentially in the future a service-based thing. And it, it gets hard because you're like, do we do a separate team? Apart from PNL, yes, we'll need to do a separate PNL. But like generally yeah. like the team, we're like, do we have certain functions that can do both and optimize costs and savings or do we separate it? Like yeah. what advice would you give um, on like that side of the, the coin? Our kind of idea was we have an incredible team. While it's a baby, let's build it all together as it starts to be able to justify having its own team um, and kind of stand on its own, then we can start to separate it out. So this is the first year um, that we've started to kind of hire um, people just for Oak. And eventually um, I see it being its own team that can stand on its own legs. Um, but I think kind of nurturing it because you have the best of the best already, right? Like my team is so incredible. Um, and, and they, they understand and live and breathe kind of this Jenny Keene aesthetic. So kind of, it, it would, it would be such a, um, a bummer to not have them, um, help in the beginning, right? Hundred percent. I think that's a really. I mean, that's personally very good advice. So I'm just going to listen to that as well. But like, that's very useful advice for everyone because um, it's it, it sort of like even when you start a new company, you got to think of it like um, first warranting the company you've already built. Like, there's amazing talent that should be that can help you on this journey. But also, uh, you got to kind of also start from scratch in certain ways. Not always, but you got to think of it like it's got to warrant it because yeah, it's not the same you know, sticks and stones. It's a different, it's a newness. And you, how you would launch Jenny Kane at the beginning, you should have some of those elements when you're launching Oak Essentials because it does need that kind of naivety in a way, right? And that kind of mm-hmm. innovation and that space for working a bit more scrappy and agile is very important, I think, as well in any new business. Uh, but if you can layer it with some of those efficiencies, processes, you know, yeah. higher talent, it's going to help you no matter what too. <laughs> so it's true. It is. Um, so, I mean, one thing which I find really hard to do is work-life balance. I know you have a beautiful family. I, I read, do you have like bunnies as well? And like, I mean, <laughs> what are your pets? Such? I, need, um, I, I have I know, a lot yeah. more than that. Yeah. Tell, tell have, me everything. Um, I want to know. <laughs> at my house, I have yeah. um, three dogs, two bunnies, uh-huh. one cat, two goats 
too many donkeys, three many horses, what? nine chickens. In my notes, I've got I've got it all wrong. I've got <laughs> two dogs and two bunnies. <laughs> I was like, I, know. I, I have was a like, whole farm. But I was like, this could be old news because someone who already has two bunnies, I know this kind of person is like me. They will end up getting more and more animals because it's like building your family. So I completely yeah. understand. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, and most of them are rescues. Even oh my god, even better. This is uh, I mean. I mean uh, no, it's a horrible question. I was, I was going to like, what's your, who's your favorite pet? That's a horrible thing to say. So I'm not going to yeah. say that. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I love all of them, but there's something about my, I have a mini donkey who's probably three now and he's a rescue and his name's Walnut and he has the most soulful oh, eyes I've ever seen in my life. And, oh. um, and so I just, it's I like, love, it's like a type of yeah. wood, wood color, walnut. Yeah. Like, wood. like I love that walnut. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So you have a big, okay. So even perfect question for you. How do you balance work and <laughs> all of that? <laughs> I mean, it's always a struggle. Some days are better than others. You know, I feel like everything kind of flows. So hmm. having a great team at home and having a great team at work, whether that be like your, you know, grandparents, a nanny, husband, whatever it is, like I I have to have support at home. And then I feel like I have such strong, um, amazing, mostly women, few men <laughs> at Jenny Kane who work with me who are better at their jobs than I ever would be. And I think like not micromanaging everybody, really letting everybody shine and, and do what they do best mm. has been awesome. And obviously like having Julia as my CEO changed everything because yeah. it is really hard to be the creative and run a business and be a mom and yeah. all the things. So I think like just trying to have support, right? And yeah. then and knowing that everything flows in terms of like sometimes work is super busy one week and then it's very quiet the next week. So then taking advantage of those quiet times to be with my kids, be with my animals, you know, so kind true. of flow down. I think I think it's very important. I think we forget um, to empower ourselves by leaning on others. I think sometimes we we think of it as a weakness, but actually it's a, it's a strength. Uh, it's again, it's how you perceive it. Um, I get days where I'm like, Oh, um, I should be doing all of this. I'm like, no, I don't need to be doing all of this. Like, you know, it's okay yeah, to we... also ask for help. And uh, especially as yeah. a founder, we sometimes put that pressure on ourselves. And we also hear so many, I mean, I've heard a lot of stories, imagine on this podcast of how people run their company. And I have to remember everyone is is right for that person if it if it you know, right. there's no wrong and right there's just a if it was meant for them it's correct for them you know and that's that's what yeah. we have to put pressure off ourselves but I do think there is a empowerment that people don't always see with leaning on others and and finding that your tribes right wherever you are at work at home and yeah it's very it important. took it took yeah. time for me to realize that um mm. but it's so freeing yeah. Yeah. And it will take trial and error, especially in a company. I can tell you I've had to go, go um, you know, and uh, it's a test on each other's side, but you have to build like, you know, these are like, especially starting a company with my sister. That's, that's a bit easier because I've got a lifetime of, of, of a relationship, but bringing some senior leadership into the company, it doesn't always work out. And if it, if it doesn't, it's okay to start again, but not let that demotivate you to say, I'm not ready yet for a leadership. No, you just didn't maybe find the right one. I've heard this a lot um, of these stories people get scarred by. So I think I love when you said such beautiful things about your CEO, because it makes me yeah. motivated that, you know, 
mine's out there. I just need to find it one day. You know what I mean? hundred <laughs> percent. It, it took, it took a few tries. Yeah. And that's normal. So that's good to know. It's yeah. Good to know. Um, so um, we're going to start heading to fire on questions, but I do have a desert island situation. Got it. Um, I'm going to call it the, the, the desert, no, no, the desert farm situation. Cause you have a lot of animals <laughs> um, and you're coming onto this farm, but you can only bring one Oak Essentials product with you. What is your go-to that you're going to bring? The moisture rich bomb all day I, long. I knew I was about to say, I was like, <laughs> if you don't say that, I'm going to take it. That, that's it. It has to be. <laughs> uh, I feel like I could probably figure out a way to double cleanse with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I even saw like people, I mean, you can use it on your lip. You it's like, it's totally. Gonna, you can, I put it in my hair sometimes. But there you yeah. go. You, why do you need anything else? You could, I mean, you need After other stuff too. After my fable and mane. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, but I, I love a Versatile product and um, it's something that I think uh, bombs are no, I wouldn't say they're like, I think there's a lot of confusion, but for me, some of my favorite products are bombs, right? It's just something that isn't often talked about enough, but I, I, I'm a quite a simple uh, step person. I don't like to have 17 steps in my routine. Yeah. So for me, a bomb is like- Takes too much time. Covers a lot of them. And also gives mm-hmm. you that hydration and my skin gets quite dry quite quickly. So I need that moisture. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I completely, uh, yeah, agree. Um, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of it too. So uh, there's a reason why it's your cult favorite. Um, <laughs> so now fire round, four questions. First thing that comes to your mind. So the first question- is what's another beauty brand that you're currently loving right now? And it could be in any vertical. Um, May Lindstrom. I love her um, honey mud mask. Like I, it went away for a while and now it's back and it's next to my tub. And I've been alternating with my Oak Essentials and with that. Love that. Oh, I need to try it. That's a, it's a, I love asking that question because it just adds to my unnecessary list of <laughs> products I need to try and buy. Right. But you know, it's, an, it's a disease. Like I don't need more products, but I still buy more products. It is what it is. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, my next question is what or where is your happy place? Um, Lake Tahoe. I spend my summers there. I have since I was a little girl and I just love it. The, the kind of, um, juxtaposition of the lake to the mountains and, and the energy up there is just incredible. The next question is what is your hidden talent? I am an incredible organizer. I'm a Virgo and I can just organize anything. (laughs) That is, uh, I'm, I'm so jealous because that's a trait that I need. <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking at my office right now and I'm like awkward that's <laughs> so messy uh, and my, my last question is if you weren't a beauty entrepreneur just an entrepreneur in general what would you be doing either hospitality or living on a farm oh I love that um I always ask that question at the end because I want people to keep it in the back of their mind because you know who knows later on? Um, but um, Jenny, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. For those that want to continue following your journey, what is your handle and the brand's handle? It's at Jenny Kane or at Jenny Kane Home yep. or at Oak Essentials. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I'll put all the links in the summary so people can just tap straight away. And do check out the new body care line because um, it just dropped and it's super exciting. And uh I'll um, also make sure to put the website link as well so people can find it very quickly. But uh, Jenny, it's just been such an honor to have you on and share your journey. And I can't wait to see you soon in person. Hopefully we'll figure out a way offline to, to connect because virtual is great, but in person is better. Um, yeah. And I want to see your, your uh, mini goat 
No, mini donkey. Not yes. Mini, sorry. Mini, mini donkey. donkeys. <laughs> yeah. Um, but thank you so much, Jenny. Thank you. Of course. And thank you for the beautiful products. My daughter literally stole them out of my shower and I had to get more. <laughs> hope you enjoyed this episode of founded beauty as much as i had making it and if you did please share it with a friend who you think will love it too founded beauty is available on all podcast platforms such as apple Podcasts, spotify amazon music Podcasts, the acast app and many more and i'm also very proud to be part of the acast creator network so be sure to follow the podcast so you can get episodes as soon as they drop we really appreciate every single follow listen share and review it truly goes such a long way and helps us reach new listeners. Stay tuned for the next episode of Founded Beauty and don't forget to subscribe and follow so you can be notified when it drops.